Praise the Lord, everyone, and indeed, welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to our evening intercessory prayer call right here at the Greater Allen AME Cathedral of New York, where our pastor is the Reverend Dr. Elaine Flate, and our pastor emeritus is the Reverend Dr. Floyd H. Flate. Listen, I'm Reverend Tiate Carson. Now, I'll be serving as not only your prayer facilitator tonight, uh, but also I'm going to serve as our prayer warrior for tonight as well. What you just heard was rain only matters, expecting a harvest by William McDowell. Listen, I'm excited because indeed we're in a season of prayer. We're in a season, not of fear, uh, but of great expectation because we serve a great God. Listen, I'd like to just briefly share uh, just a few uh, things from my spirit today. And uh, my first question for you is, what are you expecting from God? What are you expecting from God? Listen, there's so much that we put on other people. Um, we have great expectations out of our spouses, from our children, uh, even from our jobs, uh, from our friendships. We have great expectations from our family members. Uh, but listen, uh, there is no one in the world who can always come through and who is able to always come through like God can. And so while we have expectations and so many other people, listen, I want you to elevate your faith today and to place your expectation on God. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, some of us, I believe, have been expecting too little from God, and we have received the results of our low faith. Did you hear what I just said? Some are expecting way too little from this grand, huge, big God that we serve. Um, listen, uh, I could ask God for basic things, but God has already given us the ability to produce some basic things. And so when we go to God, uh, beloved, I want to encourage you to go to him with that thing or those things uh, that no one else can do but him. If the situation looks like it is beyond repair, take it to God. If your predicament looks as though it's never going to turn out in the way uh, that you believe that God wants it to turn out, take it to God. If you've already resigned to the fact and you feel as though what you've been expecting from God is just not going to happen, then I want you to know today, you've got to elevate your expectation. Listen, I believe this statement to be true, and I want you to write it down. That's right. Go ahead. Get your pen, your pencil, uh, grab a crayon from your, your kids, whatever you got to do. Write this down. Your expectation will always be evidenced in your preparation. All right. I can hear you saying, please repeat that. And I will. Your expectation will always be evidenced through your preparation. In other words, I can tell what you are expecting 
by how you're preparing. As a matter of fact, God can tell what you're expecting by how you are preparing. Uh, William McDowell in the song that you just heard said, rain only matters for those who have seed in the ground. He said, for some, if you don't have seed in the ground, then rain, too much of it, can become a nuisance. But when you have seed in the ground, oh my God, rain, uh, when you see it falling, it speaks to you that a harvest is on the way, all right? Now, when rain falls and there's seed in the ground, you're not necessarily expecting a harvest tomorrow, but you know, in a few months, you should begin to see the signs of your preparation mixed up with God's divine provision. Amen. In other words, I believe that God always partners with humanity in order to bring a thing into fruition. That's right. Fruition. Uh, God provides the rain and the seed. But guess what? He gives us the seed for us to plant the seed. He gives us the soil for us to plow the soil uh, so that we can plant the seed so that God can provide what only he can provide. And that is rain. Um, see, when you have money saved, economic calamity um, is not a disaster. When you have money saved, economic calamity becomes an opportunity, even in the midst of drought. Why? Because the person that stores money away has an expectation that it's going to be there in the future. And when others are scrambling, trying to figure out how to work life out in the midst of hardship, uh, for those who have prepared for what is to come, uh, your expectation is not that you're going to go under, but that you're going to be in a position to bless others. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. Come on here. How many of you are confident in what you are hoping for? And assurance about what you do not see. You're confident about what you're hoping for, and you have that assurance in your soul about the thing that you do not see. You believe so much that is going to happen that you begin to make preparation for what is to come. Listen, school is getting ready to come back in next week for the students, and uh, it's already started for many of our college students. And listen, students taking a test that they have studied for uh, they have a completely different expectation when they walk into the classroom and the teacher is getting ready to return that test. They have a different expectation when they have properly prepared themselves for the test, when they have taken the test confidently, then they believe that they ought to have an A on that test when they get it back. Now, if they have not studied, which means they have not prepared, then when they come in that next day or the following week to get their test back, they don't even want to look at it. They just take the paper, stuff it in their bag because they already know they don't have great expectation because they did not put in great study habits. 
Listen, if you have great expectation, even for a job interview, uh, I want to encourage you today. Uh, even if you haven't received one call, go and get your suit ready. Uh, it, even if no one has replied uh, online, uh, go ahead, clean up your resume, practice before the call comes, because you're letting God know, I have great expectation because I serve a great God. Listen, women, I've known women to have practiced walking down the aisle before the proposal. The Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God. And listen, uh, why? So that we don't need to be ashamed when you have properly prepared yourself uh, and you are walking in the ways of God. You're not ashamed. You're not nervous about your relationship with the father. Finally, before we enter into prayer to seal uh, this lesson today, there was the Bible says the faith of the centurion. The Bible says that he had great faith. Um, uh, he had such great faith that when he approached Jesus, here you have a man who was not a Jew, but he approached Jesus and he asked him, he said, Lord, you don't even have to come under my roof. Just speak the word and my servant will be made whole. Listen, his declaration already spoke of his expectation. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody needs to ride with that all week long. My declaration is getting ready to line up with my expectation. Hallelujah. In other words, you're not telling God what to do. You're telling God what you're believing him for. Uh, there's a difference between trying to boss God and coming into agreement with God. And then finally, there was what the Bible says is the faith of the Canaanite woman, a woman who was believing God for healing for her daughter. And she approached Jesus. Uh, here you had a woman who didn't have a relationship with God, but yet she heard about a man who had the power to heal. And uh, he said to her, this is what Jesus said. He said, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to dogs. Uh, and the woman's response was, sir, even the dogs will eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Hallelujah. In other words, she basically said, Lord, I don't care what you call me. <laughs> and I don't care what time it is. It might not be my time, but I sure am going to provide the faith. And guess what? When you provide the faith, God has a way of making it your time. Hallelujah. And so listen, we're coming into agreement today, believing God and we're going to have great expectation from our great God. Come on. I want you to say it again. I have great expectation uh, from my great God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, for we have that now faith, which is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Father, we're praying in the name of Jesus that you, O oh God, would elevate the faith of those that call upon your name. Father, we're praying that us uh, blood-bought, born-again, spirit-filled, fire-baptized, Holy Ghost-filled believers, oh God, would trust you and take you at your word. Your word declares that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so, God, we want to do what's pleasing in your sight. 
And so we come in agreement, Father, with every promise in your word. We believe, God, that it was not just for the Israelites, but it is for the very seed of Abraham, of which we are. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, God, for we have been engrafted into uh, your righteous seed in the name of Jesus. Father, we're believing you. We have great expectation. We're preparing our hearts and our spirits and our minds already for what is to come. We're preparing for the ministry that's to come. We are preparing, oh God, for the job that is to come. We are preparing for the spouse that is to come. We're preparing for the friendships that are coming our way. We are preparing, Father, for the doors, the open doors of opportunity that are coming. We are preparing for the entrepreneurship in the name of Jesus. We're preparing for the missions work. We are preparing God, hallelujah, for the children that are getting ready to come. We thank you, God. Any way you bless us, Father, we know that we're gonna be satisfied because you can't bless anybody, God, and they be dissatisfied with your blessing. So Father, we thank you right now. We thank you for the fulfillment of your promises in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We see, we place expectation all around us in the same way that a pregnant woman prepares, oh God, for the coming of a child, Father. We thank you, God. They have, she has expectation in the way of a high chair, expectation in the way of a crib, expectation in the way of onesies and bibs and bottles and diapers. Oh God, some of which that child won't even be able to wear for a year from now. But because we have great expectation, we thank you, God. We thank you for the thousands that are coming into the household of faith. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for those that do not know you, coming into a relationship with you, oh God, because of the love of Jesus Christ that flows through us in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We're elevating. We're lifting our faith, God. We cast down every thought that uh, is contrary to the word of God. We cast down every vain imagination. We cast down every lie of the enemy that tries to, to make us believe, oh God, that wrong is right and that what is right is wrong. We cast down every lie of the enemy who whispers to us. Uh, who shares things even in late in the midnight hour, oh God. Oh God, we cast down the voices of the enemy. We cast down the lies of the enemy. We cast down the falsehood of the enemy. We cast down the deception and the untruths of the enemy. We cast down every idol. We cast down every false ideology, every false religion, oh God, uh, every false view of self-identity in the name of Jesus. We cast down, oh God, oh God, oh God, help us to see ourselves as you created us. Help us to see ourselves in the light of your son, Jesus Christ. Help us, Father, help us, God, to see ourselves, Father, as you have created us to be before the foundations of the earth. Thank you, oh God, for the open doors. Oh God, we're walking in it. We're practicing our walk through it. We're practicing our opening interview. We're practicing, oh God, hallelujah. We're practicing our pitch. We're practicing, oh God, our opportunity. We're practicing even in the hidden place, oh God. For we thank you, God, for it is in the hidden 
place, oh God, oh, that you preserve the righteous. It is in the secret place of the shadow of the almighty God that you prepare us for that which is to come. We thank you in the same way that you prepared John the Baptist in the wilderness, in the same way that you prepared Heavenly Father David, oh God, on the sheep range, in the same way that you prepared, hallelujah, Moses in his father-in-law's household for 40 years, in the same way, oh God, that you prepared, oh God, that you prepared Joseph, oh, oh God, even through hardship and trial, in the same way that you prepared the disciples by walking with them and talking with them, oh God, over the course of three years. Father, you are preparing us right now. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Help us, oh God, to pack our bags and get ready. Help us, oh God, to write the vision and make it plain. Help us, oh God, to put in the research right now in preparation for the opportunity that is to come. Oh God, we don't want to get ready when the opportunity comes. We want to be ready before it shows up. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for every saint, oh, that is preparing themselves right now. For those who are taking notes, uh, for those who are reviewing the notes that they've already taken. Oh, God, for those, Father, who are already preparing uh, the atmosphere for what is to come. For those, oh, God, who are already picking out the furniture, who are already picking out the decor. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For those who are already picking out and choosing the venue. For those who are already deciding on their colors. Oh God, thank you, Heavenly Father, for those who already have the plans laid out for the harvest that's getting ready to come in. We thank you, Lord God. Help us to prepare now. Help us, oh God, to be ready now. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we ask it all. Hallelujah. Come on, if you're in agreement today, somebody just say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I have great expectation and I'm already prepared for that which is to come. Hallelujah. And when it is all said and done, saints and friends, I don't ever want you to forget that even after you have done your best, there is still the God factor. And the God factor is the most important factor. Hallelujah. For many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah to Jesus. Oh, come on, we give God praise and thanksgiving today. Thank you all for praying with us. Thank you all uh, also for your generosity uh, on this past week uh, in our uh, sneaker and backpack giveaway, where we were able to give out almost uh, 1,100, over 1,100 uh, backpacks and shoes. Listen, what a blessing you all have been to our community. We love you. Continue to keep on praying, saints. We'll be right back here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock p.m. Amen. We hope to see you in the place of prayer. God bless.